ready. Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Michael, uh, welcome aboard. Happy New Year to you and your family. How are you doing, bro? Thank you. Yes, Happy New Year. It's great. Thank you for having me back. I'm really, really thankful for you. And um, I'm going to pull up the chat so I can see see what you guys are talking about in there on Mixelar. Well, I've seen you um, I'm just super thankful for you. And it uh, looks like it's getting cold up there in the mountains. What's the temperature like up there? Well, it's been in the 20s today, Woo. but it's mostly the snowy roads that you got to watch out for because we're driving around these windy, smoky mountain roads. So it's been it's been pretty amazing. Um, and then you got to learn heat, which I've, I'm always in the tropics, so kind of new to like needing propane and space heaters and yeah. all that. It's it's a new world, dude. That's like living in the outback of Alaska. Uh, yeah, it's all about heat. Oh yeah, and, have you uh, done that? Yeah, actually, I lived in um, uh, Anchorage. From Anchorage, you go out to Wasilla okay. and then Chickaloon. So Chickaloon, mile marker okay. 81. Lived out there about six months on my uh, uh, my stepfather time. His ranch. They had a place called Last Frontier Ranch. It was a 160 acre spread that they carved out of beaver wow. killed uh, trees. And he's up on a bluff, and they put okay. an airstrip there and. Uh, his name was Dave King. He was a pilot, bush pilot. Father was a bush pilot missionary before wow. him. And he uh, did hella skiing and uh, hella fishing. And I went up there just before September 11, 2001, and uh, had come out of Mexico, had fled out of Tijuana. Okay. That's another story. Ended up there for about six months. They had some cabins out there. Man, you would have loved it because I know you love the great outdoors. And uh, you were an explorer at heart. And have explored the world and more exploration for you to come. And uh, I had a great time up there. But suffice to say, uh, it would get cold. And uh, if you took the cold for granted, your water pipes would all freeze. And I let them freeze one time. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was a, a sight to behold. With the gleaming crystals. Yeah, you got to drip your sinks. Thank you for reminding me. My wife just told me to stop by one of the properties that we're managing to drip the sinks. Oh, hell, we've, heck yeah. we've been property managing like crazy. Oh yeah, Those, look, Texas people are having pipes freeze and busting. So you better believe it, uh, folks. Well, we'll get on with our program for tonight. We're excited to be back with Michael Basham. Michael is a professional podcaster. And uh, tell some of the networks that you have, Michael, that are set up that people can tune into. Well, I'm afraid I'm I'm not as professional as I used to be because of all the the setbacks in the mountain life. I am in the studio right now, thanks to the the donations we've been able to to do this um, kind of shared space. Uh, veterans getting prayer here, people starting churches, Bible studies. Uh, but usually I'm just, I'm running around, we're doing property management stuff, which is great. Cause then we can, I can still be in prayer and prayer calls and intercession calls and be listening to the word all day. Or I used to listen to the news a lot. I don't listen to the news as of two months. I'm going cold Turkey fasting any information. So wow. it's going to be a little bit of a different broadcast than, than usual <laughs> from my end. Um, but what I'm noticing though, like God is starting to pour out his spirit. And there's something big that's about to happen. So I think um, we're being aligned and positioned. And I'm really glad that you're also changing things schedule-wise, you know, resetting for the new year. You know, this is, I think it's really for such a time as this that we are behind the microphones and you're putting people, you know, I, I would really recommend Strange O'Clock podcast because uh, Gerilyn Kozak has brought some incredible people to that show and done a great job editing for the YouTube channel, the Rumble channel, Strange O'Clock and strangeoclock.com. I think that would be a great pool to also bring if you want to have like some alien abductees that were taken on spaceships and then they got saved and they found out that the name of Jesus stops alien abductions and that kind of thing. Uh, we've had a lot of those shows. Uh, Vicki Joy Anderson is going to be on our show Sunday. She's, she's also um, 
uh, one of these people that's been through a ton spiritual warfare wise dealing with the forces of darkness. Uh, we had the pastor that prayed and basically killed Anton LaVey in a spirit war when, when he was remote viewing. So, I mean, there's a lot, you can sink your teeth into strange o'clock. Those are the guests. Those are the really good guests. But um, I've been just lending my microphone, brother. I'm just like, I'm like you, except a lo- not quite as organized and professional by any means. Um, if you're listening to my show, Spirit Force, you'll notice there's different people coming on there, just taking the mic. And so my concept right now, and what I feel like the Lord's doing is he's just bringing new voices to the microphone, to the platform, to read the word. And we're all kind of hearing the same thing. The word, the truth above information media, the, the you know, like what you do, speak my word. So, um, and since we've done this, there's been great provision that's come in. There's, we have the ability to help other people, which is nice instead of being like, ah, oh, we're drowning. Oh, it's like, oh no, we can, we're raising funds for this missionary in Albania. We just got word from Vanuatu. There's, there's a great missionary, missionary opportunity there. Not too far from you, Shannon. And, um, and just good old, good old fashioned helping the poor, you know, helping the homeless here in America, which is turning into a third world country. You know, you just go to the grocery store and then you get mobbed by homeless people in the parking lot, uh, where I live near Asheville. So that's kind of what we're doing Wow! and also homesteading. Um, yeah, I'm down to one chicken now, but, uh, (laughs) kind of homesteading as well. My goats are are really annoying. They try to get in the house as much as they can. What happened to and, the other um, chickens? I locked them up. Oh, the forest is just eating these chickens that I didn't have time to build them a proper coop. And they've just been kind of on their own. So What gets them? I actually uh, had a dream with one of the chickens before he died that he was taken to a better place. And then it <laughs> turned out he was gone the next day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What is it? A fox? A bear? Um, what gets him? What do you think? All the above, and hawks, possums, raccoons. Oh wow! Bears, bear, bears. You don't, you don't say bears. Bear. Um. Whoa. Yeah, everything. I think even maybe they're like mysteriously just, just teleporting away. I don't know. They're like, forget this guy. He's not feeding us. Even chickens kill chickens. I got another rooster, and the, my main rooster had like a proper cockfight. And drew blood and everything. My dad and I were like standing there watching in amazement. We were like, "Let's bet on it! Let's bet!" On it. You know, incredible battle. And 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 the other one ran away into the forest. And I found him a week later with his head chopped off. So that's usually a fox. They like to chop off the heads. Whoa! Of chickens. Man, that's uh, that's <laughs> like AFC that, over there, man. Getting them some fresh chicken. Um, amazing. And Vanuatu, well, it's man. The, it's the wilderness. I mean, I'm a missionary. Like, I'm not into I'm not into owning land, or but it's just these are family properties. Different people have provision. It's like we're starting one of these wilderness end time bases in the mountains. That's how I feel. It's all God too. Oh man, that's so cool. Hey, by the way, since our last program, how did that election go that y'all were um, involved in? Where there was uh, was a mayor or something? Somebody was running for office up there. Yes, this was a very unique. So um, if you listen to some of our previous shows, and I did a, a bunch of interviews, Team Waynesville, Stephanie Sutton and Joey Reese and two others, they, are, they were a team running together, building basically the people's voice against the establishment, the out-of-state, out out-of-country money coming in and paying to bring homeless people here into this tiny mountain town, turning it into a, a big, giant, you know, third-world country. They did not win. However, they caused quite a stir. And I've been talking to to um, the local ham radio operator guys, the military surplus store dudes, uh, different church pastors. Everywhere I go, if, if I mention Team Waynesville, they're like, oh, yeah, you guys set the stage for like people are awake now. They realize the corruption. And this is this is really, really exciting. Like we're going to see the people get their act together, hopefully. And they, they're not giving up too. We're still planning on um, different kind of activism, getting together, working together, but when they lost, and I don't think they actually lost, it was so close that it definitely rattled the system. The Facebook, all the 
comments that were like celebrating were witches pro drag queen story pedophile hour people um no local people so i mean like anybody that was local obviously wasn't voting for the establishment except maybe some freemasons or something i don't know i mean it's just it was crazy being a part of that and maybe that's why god is having a lot of us detach a little bit from politics right now and and just focus on the spirit for the next battle for the next thing it's it's definitely a spiritual war even team waynesville was like look this isn't we're not even into politics god is having us run you know this is a spiritual war (laughs) i'm just smiling like this is crazy that we're working together so that was november and now we're kind of getting back into gear of you know possibly getting on local am radio uh, there's there's all kinds of things that might come from this. So, yeah, have you ever been on AM radio in the in the states, Omega Man? No, sure. Um, I haven't done AM radio. We used to do um, WWCR shortwave, and then um, a few years ago uh, went back on um, shortwave on the island of Palau. But I've never done AM or FM. Um, I hear it's pretty expensive. I knew some people that used to regular programs. They would get like a hundred thousand dollar bill. And I'm like, man, that sure is costly. And you don't get a lot of time over there either. You know, what, 15 Better minutes? Better have good advertising. 30 minutes? You know, yeah. 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 Uh, if, if you're in a mainstream market market now, there are some places you can get some really probably some cheap time. Uh, but um, I guess it depends on how big of an area you want to broadcast to. But, you know, you were talking, Michael. By the way, if you're just joining us, welcome aboard. Today is Wednesday, January 3rd. 2024 is that right and we've got michael basham here yep. faithbugs.com strange o'clock broadcast you can find him up on facebook also adam is a friend talking about you know news detox michael i've lost track of when it was but it's been at least three months ago maybe four i don't know i just got to the point where you know every day i was tuning into some of the um the programs that y'all would recognize names if I mentioned them. Some are some good people. They love Jesus. And uh, that's the track they're on, you know, uh, just reporting on this end time news. But uh, I uh, I couldn't take any more of it. And uh, it was put me in a, a bad frame of mind. I was getting despondent and uh, negative mm-hmm. and in despair, um, you know, Every time I heard this, what is Klaus Schwab going to do next? You know, COP28. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, I've been up, up to date on this, like many of you have, but um, we're not getting any relief. We just keep getting the bad news. And i tell you something. something one day uh, was like a paradigm shift. The Lord actually delivered me of fear. Really? End time fear. Wow. I was just going through some scripture one day, and I saw this scripture, Proverbs 29, 25. And I think he's delivered me. Okay. Or at least not all, almost all. The fear of man bringeth a snare. And that was what was happening. We were getting this news. It was all about, you know, uh, fearing what the New World Order wants to do to us. And I'm not denying that they want to do that to us. But it brought a snare to me. But it says, Whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Neither the word of God is true or it's not. If it's not, then what are we doing? Of course it's true. Otherwise, we're double-minded, you know. Uh, either it is or it isn't. What's it going to be for you and I, folks? Now, I'm going to stick with the Word of God. If we put our trust in the Lord, Yahovah, we shall be safe. Hey, that's a great verse, I thought. I'm going to hang on to that. You know what? I'm not going to deny that stuff's going on out there. Because it is. And uh, the Word does say men's hearts will fail them for the fear of things that are coming, you know. Those that don't know Christ, don't Amen. know the other story, have no hope. Uh, some of them are in for a rude awakening, especially if they put all their faith and trust in the stock market or you know, in a politician or in money. Look, here in Bali, I'm seeing them go cashless. And it's disheartening. I mean, you know, it, it's, it, it's worse, worrisome is the word I'm looking for. Go in. Uh, I couldn't buy a, a coffee and a, a Danish without a card or a QR code. I'm like, you don't take cash? They said no. Well, that was happening, you know, six months to a year ago. Then I went in to get a gym membership two months ago. I kept, I'd walk walk around the mall 
over and over and over again. And I thought, you know, I'd need to go in there to go to that gym, get on a, you know, treadmill or something. What am I doing? And one day I just said, I'll do it. I went in there. I was going to sign up. And then uh, they wouldn't take cash. I said, what do you mean no cash? No, we're cashless. You sell bottles of water. Can you buy a bottle of water? No, nope, it's all cashless. So you got to use a credit card, debit card, or they want you to scan this QR code. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And um, then I got a message just the other day that um, Sunway Putra Hotel in Malaysia, which is a nice place to stay if you want to go down to Kuala Lumpur, we've went cashless. We just want to let you know. I'm like, you went cashless. So wow. I'm not denying that there's a move to go cashless, that the New World Order is setting up camp, and they're trying to get everybody in their web. You know, they want to pull the dollar out from underneath us. Uh, we would be stupid to say there's not something crazy going on at the border. So I'm not sticking my head in the sand and in denial, by no means. But what are we going to do with the information? And so uh, there was a, uh, a couple out of Portugal. I just forgot the name of the program. I haven't watched them in so long. They were coming on. One of them's ex-Fox News. The other is like CNBC. They're this couple that does the news. It's called something re-something. I was watching them every day, watching some of these other programs, getting my daily dose of end-time news. Yeah. And it wasn't doing good for my brain, brother. I was in a terrible mess. And physically. And I got to the point, man, I got a detox. And I just turned it off. And I haven't went back. And I tell you something, I'm not missing it. And, you know, the New World Order is marching on. I don't know what agreement they signed up there at COP28. You know, I think that thing's finally finished, hasn't it? The recent uh, meeting up there. Uh, what was interesting, though, was there's one of these uh, Arabs from other countries said, we, we can't abandon fossil fuel. We can't, excuse me, not fossil fuel. We can't abandon oil and go solar. That's just not doable. That would hurt our economy. I'm glad someone, you know, got up and said that whole stuff is crazy. And I said, well, that's good. He threw a, a wrench in the works. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they decided on up there. Maybe it wasn't as bad as people were thinking it was going to be. But fast forward, all this news that we could get into, and I'm not anti-news. Sometimes we'll do it. But what's the, what's the end result of it? It can put you in such a frame of mind that you think, well, what's the use of even trying? It's hopeless. You know, and some people get into a fetal position. Exactly. From fear. And it just occludes everything else, takes away your joy, gives you anxiety. You know, just have like a dark, brooding cloud over your brain. Do you feel this sometimes when we look back and look at some of the stuff that we've delved into? I mean, you know, as a watchman community, it's been pretty dark, hasn't it? Um, it's always been that way, brother. <laughs> And you know, you know, it's just that now it's like everybody knows now. It's not like, oh, I, I got to listen to Omega Man to find out what happened. It's like all there's like eight million shows, so we have to focus on what can we bring that nobody else is sharing, and that's where the spiritual warfare tactics come in, in my opinion. Redacted. That was the name of the program. You remember that one, Portugal? They're, they're right. pretty good. They do a great job. A couple there in Portugal, but uh, all that aside. I wasn't gaining anything by just hearing the daily dose of uh, end-time news. For anything for Christ, at least, how does that translate Amen. to Mark 16 ministry? Well, now, if it motivates you to say, well, you know what, time's shorter than ever before, and let's get to work, okay. But for a lot of people, they, uh, they don't do anything with it. They just sit there and get more heavy as time goes by. So I'll tell you something. We, we right. detoxed. I, I haven't watched Redacted in who knows when. My kids were being affected by what we were watching on TV. I had We had surrendered the control a year or two back, which was a bad mistake. And I caught them watching YouTube shorts. You know, some of that stuff's not good for kids. And uh, whatever. I mean, you know, if it was something overtly bad, I, I'd go down there and grab the control, and then they'd fight me for it. You know, my four- and six-year-old. <laughs> but it got well, really bad, yeah, man. same in my house. Uh, they basically were watching Scabitty Toilet. Have you seen the Scabitty? Skibbity. It's this toilet that head head that comes out of a toilet. It's supposed to be for kids. Oh. I'm like, what what are y'all watching? Ew. This is nasty. 
all the stuff that these kids are watching. I'm thinking, that's not helping them. Fast forward, uh, my wife said, we got to take that control away. And brother, one day we took the control away two months ago. Wow. And you know what? They went into a frizzy, but they've detoxed, and uh, <laughs> they don't even miss TV Good. anymore. I'm not, I haven't been watching anything with them. Praise God. I turned it on the other day, felt sorry for them, but they went back to watching shorts, and I took the control away and hit it again, so they're not going to get it anymore. Um, uh. <laughs> you know, they were addicted to it, is my point. I was addicted to end-time fear, if you want to call it that. And again, I want to be very careful because I don't want to offend people out there, and I'm not saying don't listen to the news, but, you know, you can do over, overdo it with anything. Look, recently I overdid it with caffeine. You love caffeine, don't you? Don't you like a good cappuccino? Oh, man, I'm a terrible coffee guy, yeah. We all do. And I thought, you know, Michael, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to discipline myself and cut back on the caffeine. Brother, I couldn't do it. I went all in on it. I couldn't have one cappuccino be three or four. And over here, they'll give you an extra dose of uh, coffee. I had to actually say, give me a half a scoop, not a whole scoop or a, one and a half. I mean, it's strong coffee. Brother, I began to have heart palpitations, heart, heart, heart pain, chest pain. Went into cold sweats one night. I said, this stuff's going to kill me. Because I, I'm just going to be honest. I can't do just a little bit of it. It's all or nothing. And I love coffee. You kidding me? Give me a Dunkin' Donuts and you make me happy. And uh, I had to come off the caffeine because it almost killed me. So you may not have to go that extreme, folks, but uh, be careful. You can overdose on a lot of things out there, and it can take you out. And uh, i tell you what. That's true. Uh, as you've been getting into the Word more and others you you mentioned too, uh, can you do you feel any more peace? Have you seen any change? Um, uh, is the outlook better? Does it give you more hope as we get into the Word? What's your take as we move out of the uh, the news into God's good news? Uh, are there any visible effects that you've seen? Absolutely. The spiritual warfare has upticked. I'm, I'm more calm. I'm more like Obi-Wan when he's older than, you know young Anakin Skywalker. It's like, you strike me down, Vader, and I will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. You know, you feel that kind of sense of cool in the battles. And it's a supernatural thing. And, you know, I was just going to mention, though, um, cardio, lots of cardio. If you ever have heart palpitations, sometimes I'll overdo it with, like, protein powder or too much caffeine. And I notice if I just, like, get on that treadmill and go as fast as I can for as long as I can, my heart gets stronger. Yes. So definitely got to, got to keep those. Uh, I see your, your uh, Instagrams from the gym. <laughs> Great job, sir. You look awesome, bro. You know what? Watch was... out ladies. Omega man's married. <laughs> I was at Don't a mall. Don't you give him those looks in that gym. I run into this expat, oh, you at home. Okay. this mall and run into this um, American dude. And he was wearing a, like okay. a Chinese uh, hat. I've seen some people go all in on it, and even more than the locals. You know, there's some Indonesian garb or probably some Chinese garb. And uh, some of the locals, man, they, they dress uh, more native than some of the natives do. And he had one of these, like, sampan hats on, and his wife was there. He he was smiling. He came up to me and uh, saw was uh spoke English and found out I was an American too like him and uh, we began to talk and hey what are you doing here I, what are you doing here come to find out he said um, I've started a YouTube channel he said it's all about the shorts he said YouTube shorts YouTube shorts YouTube shorts I said what what about YouTube right. shorts he said man I started a channel I'm getting all kinds of hits I said really I don't even know what he's doing other than maybe you know vlogging, traveling, because he's been in a couple places, but it inspired me one day. I said, you know what? What the heck? Tried everything else. Why not that? And I'll tell you what, I kind of like it, Michael. 60 seconds. Talk about anything you want. That's all you get. And then take that YouTube short, repost it as a Facebook reel, and also on your Instagram channel. Now, I'm not getting a lot of hits. Maybe a handful or 24, but on one, I got a few hundred. 
and it inspired me to keep going. It almost became addictive. I guess I'm an addictive personality, whether it be coffee or doing YouTube shorts. And um, it's fun. And really, um, it's where everybody's at. That's what people are watching. And if you're not yourself and looked at some shorts and you just can't stop, and next thing you know, an hour has gone by and you've looked at all these shorts, there's some pretty interesting stuff out there. Um, yeah, it's definitely taking over everybody's. I mean, the the flip side of it, nobody has a attention span anymore. So, like, they don't have the ability to sit through and listen to a longer presentation, and that's really dangerous because then people lose the ability to really hear from God, study their Bibles. But indeed, there's still a usefulness. There's a flip side, absolutely. So, you've been making YouTube shorts from the gym. That's awesome. I said, what the that's heck? That's where I've been. I'm going to just yeah. uh, have some fun here. And, uh, well, I ended cool. up getting the membership. Uh, what was funny is they were cashless. And I got all the way to the end, and they saw that I was going to use a debit card. I had one, but uh, I want to use cash. I said, you're not going to take my cash? No, we can't. Huh. We're cashless. Well, they were in a dilemma. They were about to lose a customer because I wasn't going to budge. And what they did is one lady said, you can follow me outside. We had to go outside, outside of the cameras, right outside the front of this uh, gym, which is in the mall, across from a food court. And she said, here's what you're going to do. Uh, we'll sign you up. You're going to give the cash to the manager, and he's going to use his debit card. <laughs> and uh, oh, right. <laughs> so they signed me up under somebody else's account. And uh, I paid in cash, but, you know, it was like a one-time deal. If I want to renew, it probably won't happen again. But, I, you know, I said, this just sucks. What do you mean you want to force me into a cashless world? I don't like it. I went to the gym. I decided to start taking back the land. You know, I figure we got to get into the Word, renew our mind. We might need to get to the gym to renew our bodies. Brother, I've been sitting behind a desk for 20 right. years. Pretty sedentary. By choice. It's my fault. But it is what it is. What am I going to do? And I'm powering down these cappuccinos. And I'm going to tell you, cappuccinos will give you an energy boost. <laughs> I noticed a difference drinking cappuccino yeah. before the gym versus no coffee and then going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, me too. And uh, I'm looking for an alternative. I think I may have found one in coconut water and cashews. Oh. Um, so far, it's working okay. Not as good as caffeine, but that's all right. And... uh I started to see some change from muscles that were atrophied. And literally, one of my muscles had shrunk so small, I looked like a, uh, a dude had been sitting in a wheelchair. You know how your muscles will atrophy if you don't use them and you're paralyzed? I said, what the heck's going on? I keep shrinking. I realized I wasn't working. And what you don't use, you will lose. And, you know, eggs are a great um, booster if you can stomach scrambled egg as many scrambled as eggs or boiled eggs or even raw eggs if you can eat those really good in combination with working out to build muscles exactly and i realize i need to build some physical muscle but we also need to be building our spiritual muscle you know exercise is good even paul said you know it profits a little well praise god though i feel better since i've started exercising but that aside, we do know there's benefits from exercise, of course. There's nothing like uh, exercising your spiritual muscle, getting into the Word. And I realized, as I realized I wasn't exercising my spiritual muscles, getting in the Word like I should. And so, I tell you what, things were doing great, going great. But I wasn't sleeping much. And that began to have an effect on me. And then mm. I was doubling down on the caffeine, tripling down. And I broke out in cold sweats one night. Now, it could have been the humidity here. I don't know. Sometimes that happens just because of the, the temp flux. But I felt some overall just, it could have been indigestion. I don't know. But I'm thankful for whatever it is. I was thinking, oh, God, I hope I don't have any pain in my left arm. That would be a real bad sign. Well, that didn't happen. But it didn't go away for about a day, and I, I got a little bit worried. I didn't go to the gym, and I said, uh, God, have I over, have I went too far too little too late and I cried out for mercy because the last thing I need is uh, or any of us need is you know a setback like that and uh, I repented I said Lord I have not taken care of the temple of the Holy Spirit which is my body I have uh, 
overdosed on caffeine in all likelihood is because I love it, you know, with cream and sugar. And uh, I, I had to ask for mercy. I said, God, if you'll deliver me, I'll give up coffee. Brother, I had to make a vow. <sighs> don't make a vow and, and then don't keep it. Better not to make one. But, you know, when it was a matter of life or death, heart attack or no heart attack, I didn't know what it may, may turn into. I was getting worried. All kinds of thoughts are going through my brain. And so I made the deal. I made the second vow that I've ever made in my life of of something of of huge consequences. I said, Lord, I will stop the caffeine right now. I know it's working against me. I won't drink it again. Heal me. The Lord answered my prayer. He healed me. I was back at the gym a day later. Praise God. And you know what? I was doing all that I was doing before. And I, I, every day I have to go by this cappuccino stand. If I happen to go to the mall workout, I don't always go, but uh, got a treadmill here at the house. I just haven't used it. And you know what? He's taken away the cravings. I realized I was addicted to it. I'm not telling people they got to give up caffeine, but for me, it was it was a crossroads. You know, there comes a time where we're going to hit the crossroads. It's now or never, folks, for some of us. What are we going to do? Are we going to continue doing the same thing over and over and over again? Are we going to make a change? If not now, when? And I had to really just wait out. What's what's it worth more to me? Life and longevity or, you know, the uh, the 30-minute the fix from that caffeine buzz? And so uh, I gave up my beloved coffee. I will not let coffee touch my lips till I see Jesus in the New Jerusalem. If he wants to drink coffee, then I'll drink it with him. What? Brother, I did something radical because oh. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. And... Uh, God healed my body. I knew I needed to get it out of my system anyway because if you're trying to lose weight, cream and sugar are not your friends. And I would get so right. far and just plateaus because I'm just drinking coffee. I didn't stop that. Cleaned up the other foods, but kept doing the coffee. I want to tell you something. Proud of you, uh, brother. I don't have uh, caffeine insomnia. I think it also did, I think it's working on many levels. Uh, and God didn't even give me, uh, he took away any um, ill effects. I didn't have headaches. It's just gone, man. He wow. delivered me of it. Now, you know, I fought Thank people God. over the years. I said, you're doing weed. And he said, you're drinking caffeine. I said, caffeine's not a drug. What well, is? Everybody uses it, yeah. though. And uh, it's not like you drink caffeine and go do bad things. In fact, there's some guys that debate that uh, they said much of the advances we've had in history happened about the time coffee was discovered. And I agree, it probably happened like that. I miss coffee. But I'm going to try to find an alternative, and I think there is an alternative. It may be, be complex and ubiquinol, 600 milligrams. Be complex and ubiquinol, 600 milligrams. There used to be a product called B-Energy. But they changed the formula, and I haven't been able to find the same formula. Because I took that with uh, oh. 600 milligrams of ubiquinol, which is CoQ10. And, dude, I had energy all day and just... Uh, okay. Didn't even drink coffee. But I'm also experimenting. Cashews wow. and coconut. I don't know. There's some okay. alternative out there. But, uh, bro, I'm not going. I'm not worried about a heart attack anymore. You know? Thank God. we got to make a, at some point in time, you know, rubber meets the road. For me, I think it was, it was now. And I said, you know, 2024. How are we going to spend it? What's your predictions on 2024, Michael? <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you want to do this year? The Lord willing, what would you like to do in 2024? Give me your dream vision. <laughs> you really want to? You really want to open that that can of worms, Shannon? Because I'm I'm going in. I know you're a missionary. You're asking me that at heart. I know. If the door opens, you'll be in Vanuatu tomorrow with the cannibals. Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, in one sentence, we've got. Albania, Vanuatu, we've got Hawaii, we've got Asia, Japan, we've got Taiwan, we've got China, we've got Korea, we've got Mexico, we've got more places than I can possibly go to. And I don't really have to go to those places tomorrow because I've got people calling me from those places constantly wanting to partner. And, um, you can listen to uh, Savri Kasemi's 
interviews we did. We're, we're helping. We got about $600 raised for them. And if anybody wants to donate to Albanians, they are beautiful, sweet people praying the salvation prayer in Albanian. I got it on the telegram and uh, we found a really good missionary pastor there that's um, set up a thing that just basically 30 bucks you can pay for a month for a family there to, to eat during the winter. Wow. So that's been really cool. And this is all from the little chair that I sit in right now. And this beautiful little microphone I got from Fringe Radio Network, which I'm speaking into you into to you from. And um, we have people that we're trying to keep off the streets in cold areas like Idaho. We we managed to, at least for the holidays, get some some people um, fed and and out of the cold. And this is all you guys, the audience. You know, it's this the power of these radio programs, Shannon, to be on Omega Man Radio. Wow, what a dream! I've been listening to you for years since the beginning, and you know, since I think it was the Steve Quayle episodes. And then we, we did a little bit, a bit of collaboration back in my Taiwan days. And now it's like all these, these, the prophets of doom and all this stuff has come true. It's a little different than they thought. Maybe sounding the alarm kind of stopped nuclear war in some cases, or maybe stopped some of the, the immediate emergencies, who knows. But for 2024, I mean, God is starting to pour out his blessing to God's people, to the people that are faithful and humble. He has me with a toilet brush in one hand and a vacuum cleaner in the other hand and the Bluetooth speaker in my ears while we're getting incredible prophecy about the future and destiny and, and you name it. So really the, the humility factor, like if you can't clean a toilet properly, if you can't get on your hands and knees, not just before God, but before all the dust bunnies and, you know, just to, just to get, humble um i don't think god's gonna be just dueling out like handing out crowns and thrones and and scepters of rule he's going to give us weapons that are so powerful and he is already in fact uh the dreams that i have i'd like to share tonight i don't know how much time we have tonight do you have a guest coming up at eight o'clock eastern you've got 20 Shannon, minutes or? take it away i will not right. interrupt you. so give us a concentrated well blend. okay Thank you, Lord. I, I'm glad that you talked because I'm recording for my podcast, Spirit Force, as well. So it was nice to hear your voice and your journey. And um, God bless you and heal our bodies. And I'll just say one final thing about health. Uh, drinking mango leaves, bay leaves, ginger, um, turmeric, lemon juice, honey, tea, like all day is is a game changer <laughs> if you can just mix all those things so um it's just consider every cup of water that you drink put like vitamin c in it or something and, and you're gonna know oh uh, apple cider vinegar as well boom baby and lots of onions and garlic as raw as you can eat them and tons of eggs you will feel unglaublich amazing so we were starting the show just kind of talking about fasting news. And um, I think you really heard the Holy Spirit on that, Shannon, because here's what my favorite show, Quantum Christianity, amongst many others. I mean, it's all kind of lumped into our own spirit force shows and also on the French radio network is Quantum Christianity and a prayers exclusively reading the scriptures. And one of the most interesting scriptures that she read that she tied into the need to get away from focus on you know, the Illuminati garbage is first is Titus uh, one, four, or I'm sorry, first Timothy one, four, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith. So do. So this is a very important verse. And also you could talk about bloodlines and oh the Illuminati bloodlines, dude. And you know, I've interviewed Gary Wayne and it's great stuff to to know. But if you give heed too much to endless bloodlines, this and that, conjectures, God help us. You know, I mean, hopefully we'll have enough to know not to take the next vaccine thing or whatever the next lockdown is. And the enemy is going to strike back. But we're going to see things doled out to the kingdom of God, to the people of God, unlike anything you have ever seen. I've seen stuff in dreams, visions recently that have to do with time travel, that have to do with 
infiltrating the enemy's operations, wearing disguises like Mission Impossible, um, except beyond just covering your face. I had a dream with, I was with a bunch of people. We were putting on these body suits. It would make you, you slip them over your head and shoulders and like upper torso, and you would completely become someone completely different. And, and we were um, infiltrating some kind of enemy base like a hotel type of thing and it was really exciting it was like an action movie you were running away from the security and then we got in and you know barely got into the elevators got up to this certain level and and um i almost never know what's going on in these dreams and these visions and these these missions until um there was some kind of school that we we got in as teachers and i found this jewel this incredible heavenly jewel and I gave it to one of the students and it was hidden amongst like the toys. And it was like a giant Ruby diamond, some kind of a spiritual gift and gave it to one of these kids in this enemy place, this hotel kind of thing. And, and then we, we got out it was super fun. It was super exciting. I mean, this is the kind of thing I think we can already be doing missions in the spirit and time travel, learning how to uh, teleport. That's the kind of stuff that happened in the Bible Currently, my show is almost exclusively just the Bible. So you can listen to the last month. It's like I'm all the, I'm all the way through Acts chapter 21 now. Um, oh, Lord Side Operator has been listening to Spirit Force podcasts all night and all day. Wow. Thank you, sir. 18-hour shift. <laughs> okay. Well, Lord Side Operator just gave us one of the best comments we've ever got. Don't forget to listen to Omega Man Radio. I'm broadcasting Instagram right now. Uh, this is amazing to, to get to be with you, Omega Man. We're um, going to do more shows together. But so when you fast the news, when you fast endless genealogies, you're going to see cool stuff. You're going to see like, oh, yeah, God can trust you because you aren't making your life just gathering information. Oh, I got to know what happened today. Oh, you know, I was like that every day. Drudge Report, stevequail.com. Still love Steve Quail, InfoWars, all of that. Guys, this is the revolution for Jesus. There's a movement right now happening. And, you know, Lord bless these people. Their doctrine isn't that good, but they're living in their cars. They're forsaking everything. They're just reading their Bibles all day. I don't know how you get really bad doctrine when you read your Bible all day, but, you know, go figure. But it's like there's this amazing revolution happening in America. We had the Asbury revival. We had a bunch of just awakenings like, Oh my gosh, our government's completely corrupt. Even our church systems, they're letting drag queen story hour happen. And, you know, I dropped out of school and the world and the system and the church system a long time ago. And then I found the children of God and I worked with them for a number of years but mainly I wanted to be a missionary to Asia. And I spent the first 20 years of my life, my adult life out there. Um, I just randomly have this Gideon's Bible and it apparently it has Japanese and Chinese in it for some reason, which is great. You know, um, just to give you a little taste, this is the John three sixteen. 16. You know, God loved the world to the extent of giving his son, I'm reading it directly from the Japanese, this world lo- he loved, he get in the Japanese honorable words. I get goosebumps because I understand this. It doesn't just mean loved the world. It's like this very honorable, honorific way of saying the word give and love. He, he bestowed the love upon the world. And to such an extent that he gave his only son. Sore wa miko shinjiru mono ga hitori mo. Hey, I got that. So, um, Ayan is eternal. No inochi is the life. It's all backwards in Japanese. Funny grammar. Uh, eternal life got to did. It's just crazy. Japanese grammar is really ridiculous. So nostalgic to be seeing Japanese in front of me. I live in white boy country. We don't get to use the Chinese or Japanese around here to be a missionary. You got to buy goats and chickens. And I walk into a cafe and they're like, well, I don't know too much about Chinese or Japanese, but I can tell you something about chickens and goats. That's basically my life here. 
Here it is in Chinese. Chinese is way more blunt. It's just like God, love, world, people. That's the Chinese. Is, I originally did not want to learn Chinese, and we are not giving up on Chinese. But I, we have done a, quite a few Chinese broadcasts. Uh, thanks to you guys, we're going to hopefully still send those out to China. So when I was in Taiwan, I was a dropout, and God literally, by a miraculous story that would take way too long to share, put me in school. I got to learn Chinese, but then I also got to learn all about the fringe stuff, the Book of Enoch, the alien abduction thing being a real thing. Check out strangeoclockpodcast.com for the whole flow of that and fringeradionetwork.com. But it was like, what is God doing? He's giving me too much to handle. And then I got married. I was in kind of a interesting situation with um, people that were kind of the fallout survivors of the children of God as it fell apart. It really did become culty at the very end after it shut down for some reason. Then people got really weird and controlling. I had a great time in the children of God going from mission based to mission based throughout the world. Uh, that's all, that's all shut down now. Uh, now, you know, we've got Derek Prince ministries and they're going strong. My uncle runs that. And uh, of course, hopefully Don Basham ministry is coming soon. My grandfather uh, deliverance minister, but I'm still kind of the fringe guy. Like I'm the Christian mystic wild out there. You know, sometimes I don't even know if I've gone too deep or too far and the Lord encourages me. He's like, no, I'm just giving you baby steps into this. Homestead Shell, welcome on Facebook and Gail George. Uh, love the wording of fasting. It's not just about physical food. Amen. And uh, fasting, many things to give room for vision. Amen. So in the fast, it's not just a, I'm not good at fasting food, guys. I try to just skip as many meals as I can. And then I'm just like, I can't make it. And then protein powder helps you get through that. But um, commending Omega Man for fasting coffee. Wow. That's like hardcore. But the word, if you will lock yourself like a little child in in like an iron womb container matrix situation of just flooding yourself with the word and almost like it'll inoculate you from listening to to mixture. I mean, you you can handle like winning the loss. Like I, I still listen to like super soldier stuff and whatever out there you know, really out there things sometimes. But when it comes to like watered down, just info, pure data and watered down preaching, people that, you know, you never know, they might be praying for you to get vaccinated at their prayer meeting, like that kind of thing. Um, it'll inoculate like the pure milk of the word. Although you'll feel at first, like, oh, what am I doing? You know, I'm not really, I've already heard this, you know, no, read between the lines in the word, listen to a purveyor of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the word of God, pure straight up milk and honey of the word. And boom, baby, you're going to start finding the secrets to reality. The very heart and core of all things were made through Jesus Christ. So all things, you get to hold the keys of space and time when you give up everything every day and take on the word of God more than your little Instagram feed. And I'll tell you, like, you're also going to see the devil fight you because if you're going to be fighting to get more faith, the devil will be right there to tell you many believable lies. He'll give you all kinds of crap and you must resist these with all that is within you if you wish to claim the victory. So you're going to have to realize the devil's going to fight you and he fights dirty and you need to recognize when the devil comes in with all of his doubts and doubtlets and all this crap and he'll do everything he can. And so we've got to not just read the word to feel better and get through the night, but read and listen and absorb the word so that you can become armed to the teeth against any attack of the enemy. And it's always the battlefield of your mind, you know, and, and this is the thing, like the mind is the, it's like this portal that you can choose to devote to heaven or to allow for the flesh to take over. Hey, look at that Toyota Camry. I used to own one of those. Oh, I wonder if, how much they are these days. No, you're, you're thinking, Lord, please bless that soul in that Toyota Camry driving by. You know, you're thinking not, 
oh man, these fat American loser people that are lazy and yucky. And I just, God judge America. No, you think God, please have mercy on these people, bless them, help them. You know, my grandfather used to say, if you get, if you want to know what spirit you're full of, just see what comes out of you when you get jostled. You know, if some, if you're driving your brand new Cadillac down the road and, you know, somebody smashes into the back of your car at the red light, what happens? Do you step out of the car like, oh, hallelujah. I was just waiting for somebody to pray for brother. Wow. You know, and is that what first thing comes out of you? No, of course not. You're like, what the frickity flip my you know so what are you full of well what happens when you get jostled and this is the this is where self-control comes in and it's really interesting i mean the bible doesn't tell you to like swear off liquor or can't do this can't eat that it's more of like are you in control are you are you in drunkenness and in excess and no self-control or can you direct and now it's not beyond substances like can you discipline your mind to train it to be in the word and when i say the word it's not just like i'm religious and listening to the bible it's like taking on these like uh omega man's um logo which i'm looking at right now with his sword glowing blue light sword coming with fire come blowing and no, no demon is safe kjv jesus christ is lord you know, this is the vision. I'm I'm glad that uh, Shannon's got the vision because this is this is really good. I want to tell you a few other little secret things that God's been showing, and it does have to do with 2024, and a, a lot of it within the last six minutes. It has to do with Elon Musk. So I'd like you guys to join me in prayer for Elon because I had this dream two days ago. This is actually the first day of the year. It's like, so kind of appropriate to finish with this. Praise God. I was walking through a grocery store. I was witnessing to people like really, really straight up witnessing like, do you know Jesus? Hey, do you know the Lord? And like, I was even surprising myself in the dream. Like I was so fearless to just do this. And the grocery store people were like, some of them were just, you're weird. Uh." Um, And there were a lot of details I'll skip through, but I got to the edge of this grocery store and after witnessing to people, so it was kind of like clearing the pipes, so to speak. And then there was this very large meeting hall with very imposing wooden finished furniture. And it was a cross shaped space. You could walk in and there were desks and chairs and it was like an old English, almost like something from an old English courtroom for noble nobility in like the 1800s or something. I don't know. It was very, very fancy. And I was just kind of walking around it and I, walked up to this chair. It was like a throne that was set apart from the other chairs. And as soon as I sat in it, in walks a bunch of dudes with guess who Elon Musk. And they were like, Oh, it's okay. You can sit there, whatever. And they started talking and their meeting was specifically about AI and how the line between human and machine, this interface between human and machine was now being crossed And they were just kind of debating and trying to figure out like, well, how do we do this? Like, we've got to kind of like merge with AI to keep up with it. And Elon was starting to do that. And they were discussing the ethics and the morals of the situation that they were confronting. And I'm just listening to this conversation. And I mean, they see me there. I just, I pull out my, this is so real. It was so vivid. I pulled out my phone and I was recording them on audio. And I was just listening. I was an observer. But this is the kind of dream that God will give us. Um, I also had in the same dream interactions with people that were in the super soldier program, um, different intercessors. It was like I was able to become different people too because I went to the gym and I was really short and I couldn't reach the weights or like I had to adjust the weights that I was used to using. So that's actually a common thing is like almost like this disguise thing. Like we're going into these infiltration missions and just like the MK Ultra program and the Super Soldier program, they have altars. They have these kind of demonic things where they would like through trauma, they will like split off another personality. Well, through the cross, through Jesus Christ, there's any is anything too hard for God? You know, is there anything that He can't do? So, I mean, that's why you might actually see something that most people call witchcraft They're like oh you shapeshifted you turned into an animal or you turned into a different person or some you you floated you levitated well hello jesus 
has beast mode, the lion, and cute, lovable little beast mode, the lamb. So I've even been getting some weird visions like that. Like like around here, everything's elk this, elk that. I had an open vision where I turned into this giant myths, mythical elk. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing. And I'm like, ah, this is too much. No, no. And then the Lord was like, no, I have in my word, holy beasts. And there's a purpose for this. Then he took me even deeper and he was, because I haven't been listening to the news. I have time to muse and pray. And he's like, I told people to, that if you do not eat my flesh, you will not have life in you. I'm not going to eat human flesh, but what if you were to eat veal or lamb, Jesus, the lamb, the sacrificial lamb, we used to, the, you would eat the lamb, the sacrificed lamb. Same thing. I mean, how do we become a sacrifice broken bread poured out wine i mean this is the thing we're following jesus we don't have to suffer to enter into salvation i mean salvation is here you know free gift of eternal life now it's like according to your faith be it unto you what do you want to do what do you got what do you think and i i think i'm crazy then i talk to people on the phone who are like they seem normal until you find out what they're actually doing in the spirit and it's like holy cow we're getting weird like this is some fun stuff but it's getting spaceshipy it's like star warsy it's like the matrixy um there's that new movie aquaman which is full of illuminati garbage of course but hey you know what abide in the word uh, um the first corinthians seven twenty. let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called don't even worry about your life, your your money, your job, whatever. You know, I I feel very happy and comfortable behind a mic- microphone. Every chance I get, I love interviewing people. I love bringing you guys to the microphone as well. But if we can, if we can start to travel and do things in the spirit realm, man, I'm the first one to line up for that. And I know people that they're like almost like plain vanilla, cold turkey, normal bread and butter kind of Christians until you find out, Oh, they're doing time travel stuff. In fact, one of them, I was in this other dream. I was like a Neo kind of a guy and I was fighting and I, somebody died. I don't know if I shot him or somebody, but I know we're out of time. Anyway, it was bad. This person needed to not die. And I'm calling, I'm wiring into my, my friend. I'm like, uh, can you please turn back time? We need to do this over again. And in the dream, I knew it was really hard, but it was not impossible to turn back time and to redo like an operation like that. So you want to know, want to get a glimpse of what we're doing? We're, We're opening up with the Spirit Force. It's super soldier program, heavenly style. So it makes all that goofy stuff that you hear about from the super soldiers and the remote viewers. That's child's play. God's got the real technology to do all things. And it's all about the word of God and the gospel and all this stuff, time travel, any of this sounds cool. It's all insignificant compared to the power of Jesus Christ, revelation, the re- the resurrection power of Jesus Christ and the power of the cross that destroyed death and sin. So we are victorious. Hallelujah. This Praise is Michael Basham. Thank you guys for joining us. Love you guys. Great to be on the show. Love talking to I love hearing you talk. Michael, where do they go to tune into the program and also support your ministry? If you don't want to download the Spreaker app, I know it's a little annoying. They're like, oh, download the app. Go to faithbucks.com, and you can just listen on the browser whenever we're live, or you can catch the latest show. It's it's kind of cool how it's set up. You can just click on faithbucks.com, and there's the latest shows, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff on that website. Um, fun, fun, fun stuff. I promise. Click around, get some jokes in some um, in the Telegram channel, Spirit Force Telegram. You can also uh, donate via PayPal is the easiest one. It's spiritforce01 at gmail.com. I'd like to say this. If you want us to relay some of those donations specifically, let us know. Okay, this is for the families in Albania and we'll get it. We'll get it to Albania. You want to help the Albanians? I'll get to do the Albanians. Or you want to help the homeless in um, Idaho or wherever. We'll, we'll send those donations there. It's, it's actually, you'll get a lot more effect direct than if you just gave it to a charity or whatever. Like we're directly wiring 100% of the amount that you guys want to give to wherever it is you want us to give it. Otherwise, it pays for a lot of bills that we have. 
which I won't bore you with. But praise God, we're living by faith. It's the revolution for Jesus, 2024. Bless you, brother. Thank you so much. Brother, thank you for coming on. And like a guy said the other day, uh, never back down from the forces of darkness. That's what God is wanting us to do in 2024. It's time to muster Amen. the troops. And it's time to it's time to recover all and put the yes. demons to the sword in 2024 in Jesus' yes. name. Love Amen. you, my brother. And I just want to say one more thing. All righty. As you were speaking Japanese and Mandarin, I thought, my goodness, what yeah. a gift God has given you. If you will go over to YouTube or TikTok and even take just a few minutes and begin to speak the word. Brother, God is saying, mm. speak my word in Japanese and Mandarin. Amen. Japanese that's, and Mandarin. Brother, Amen. I, that's a prophecy. That's keep, a prophetic word right there, bro. Reminding me. God says, speak my word in Japanese and Mandarin. Amen. And watch what happens, my brother. You could put English subtitles, of course, for those of us who don't understand. I don't know anybody We're doing that. Do it. We love you, brother. We'll see you soon. God bless. Alrighty. Bless you so much. Thank you. You ch- folks, Michael Basham. Lord just had me prophesy. Wow. That's amazing. Praise the Lord. Okay. We're going to go next to John Gogan. John Gogan. 